Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. And I'm Jordana Levine. Hello, my darling. How are you? Yeah, I'm really, really good. Well, you know, I'm good. I'm sort of okay. I, <laughs> I'm feeling very... Um, <laughs> Question mark. <laughs> I'm feeling very retrograded right now. This Mercury Retrograde, Holly, mm. has been so intense. And you know I'm the first person not to make a big deal about it because I never want people to fear yeah. it and be scared of it. But fuck, I'm getting a whopping. Talk to me about what's been going on for you. I think, look, like, just so you know, my sun, my moon and my rising are all ruled by the planet Mercury, right? So I'm like totally... <laughs> I know. I'm totally governed by a planet that is dormant at the moment. So its function and the things that it controls, which are all of my signs, are not functioning. Um, But what's been happening for me, like I've had a few technological issues and stuff, but it's actually the beautiful parts of Mercury retrograde that have been really overwhelming for me. I have just been feeling everything so intensely and although that's mm. not a bad thing, I've just been like, give a gal a break, you know? Have you Need been the up in here. Well, I mean, we chatted about this a couple of days ago where I got on the Vox because I was feeling so angry, like unjustifiably so. I'm on a holiday with my husband, we're having a lot of fun, and I woke up and I was fucking raging. And I was like, Jules, please tell me I'm not the only one that's so <laughs> angry because it's, it's been the same. We've had a couple of... Um, transportational glitches so we got a fine with our hire car because there was a big scratch on the front of it but it wasn't us that did it we just hadn't checked the car beforehand oh, and noted the scratch oh 200 pounds later right and I'm looking 200 at Trent, I'm like, pounds. yeah it's like 400 dollars yeah yeah so I'm looking at Trent and we're just laughing through it and he even said last night he's like I've not heard of this mercury thing ever before and all I'm hearing about, I don't, I'm like, <laughs> I know, I'm like, but you're married to me. What it, that just goes to show how much he listens. Um, <laughs> and he's like, it's all I can hear about now. And it's all that I'm seeing and everything is like, there are people that are impatient. And like last night, we literally were at this restaurant eating, like, because that's what you do at a restaurant. And we would, he <laughs> had this conversation with me. <laughs> so out of, I know we're, we're being really out of control on this trip, guys. And he said that comment to me. It's like, I've not heard of this Mercury thing and all I'm seeing now and hearing is Mercury. Next minute, the waiter comes out with this tray of drinks and the whole thing shattered everywhere. Oh. And we looked at each other and I was like, 
Mercury. <laughs> That's crazy. wild. Yeah. I was going to okay. say, what are the emotions that are coming up for you? Is it all anger or is it like positives as well? Uh, no, no, none of the positives. Uh, it's been, <laughs> it's been a lot, yeah. of, lot of anger um, and a lot of, uh like a lot of tears uh but it's all stuff it's all stuff that was inside it's not like coming out of nowhere it's all stuff that was inside of me and mercury is just forcing it up and out so instead of trying to push it back down i've just allowed it to come out and in saying that um my intuition has been so magnified. Like I've had the most incredible intuitive downloads in the last week that I've just had to kind of take the shit with the good, knowing that I wouldn't be getting those downloads without all the other stuff that needed to come out and make space for it. So it's, it's, it's just been full on. And I've thought to myself, I was saying to my mum the other day, I'm like, what about all these people walking around, not the people that listen to this podcast, obviously, but all these people walking around having no idea what's going on, thinking they're going crazy. And you would, you yeah. would think you're going B-A-N-A-N-A-S. Like it's, so, it's been so overwhelming. A lot of people have, I haven't had this issue, but a lot of people have been saying they haven't been able to sleep. Um, yeah. One of the, one of the things I've really noticed. And so I've been very careful when I'm driving I can't tell you how many times cars have almost hit me and not because of my driving, but I just like cars coming out of streets as I'm like coming down the one road and looking like they're just not going to stop and me having to be like, you know, and I, and I'm not. It's so final destination. It is. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That movie's really scary. (laughs) I can't, I can't do those movies anymore. But yeah, I, I feel it. I'm with you, girl, and I know that a lot of our listeners have been experiencing it too. And I love that it's like the month that we're like, we're not doing weekly readings anymore. Go hither on your own, dear children. And now we're like, what the fuck is going on? (laughs) But I think it's, I actually think it's good because this is a time you really need to navigate for yourself. And I have to say, even as someone who does a lot of self-work, I've learned so much about myself in the last week. And I really hope that people at home are taking have takeaways from whatever they're experiencing. Yes. And if you can't see it now, then once the retrograde's over, I think it's the 30th or the 31st, we go forward again, um, then reflect back on it because it's so important. That's what all of this is for. It's what it's all about, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But and then what, about like, that. I, I, oh, no? Oh, no. I wanted to say uh, there's more about that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what, um, what Mercury teaches me when it's in retrograde is to just be more patient and take time with things so we caught a flight a couple of days ago and most people be like oh don't catch flights in mercury retrograde whatever you're gonna miss it or it was the most easy convenient flight ever it like we left plenty of time to get to the airport like an hour extra because i said there might be traffic you, you don't know we're gonna get held up and that's when we got pulled up on the scratch on the hire car so we did actually get held up a little bit but we had so much time it was all very easy the flight was one of the best flights i've ever had in a tiny regional plane and it was fine and that was during mercury retrograde as well so you know it's you not all doom and gloom there you go no, it's not um, it's just about being conscious <laughs> that it's going on and and like you did like making extra time to do things and you know i had a few contract issues i've had a few arguing with clients that haven't paid me and it's just about 
if you listen to who you are. <laughs> and it's just about staying on top of it and also not letting it slide, like standing in your power and going, no, you know what, you owe me money and this is how much you owe me and I want to be very clear with my communication over this and just bringing extra attention and awareness to things, basically. That's what it is. That's what it is. But how is Ireland? How is Ireland? Ireland, Ireland. I do a better, I do a better Irish accent than I do Scottish. Kind of sounded a bit American. Was that good? No. (laughs) (laughs) That's a trendsetter. I'm like, no, but they roll their ass here. (laughs) We arrived in Dublin two days ago and Dublin is so different to Scotland and I didn't expect this because they're so close and I'm sorry for any of our Irish listeners or Scottish listeners that take offence to that. I'm just, you know, as an outsider. Oh, I it's just like saying Australia and New Zealand, Zealand would be the same. Totally, totally. And it's not. It's very different. We're going into the countryside today, which I'm really excited about. We're going to visit Galway, which Ed Sheeran sings about my pretty little Galway girl and and um tomorrow we actually we had the shortest time in Ireland probably didn't give ourselves enough time to see all of its magnificence magnificence um but we fly to Ibiza tomorrow so hence why we're doing the podcast today because I don't know what I'm going to be like in the next couple of days in Ibiza town um, are we, are we so recording anything while you're in Ibiza? No, we'll end up recording. Oh, no, we'll record when I'm in Mallorca. We'll record when Ibiza has been done. Oh, Mallorca. Yeah, I'm so excited. And My, then we don't... We, talk to me. Oh, no, th- we've got this weird overlap. It's a bit funny, isn't it? Um, it's funny. the global nature of this podcast. Um, no, one of my best friends bought a house in Menorca, which is the next island over. Ooh, maybe we should visit Menorca because we have two days on the other side of Mallorca before we fly home. So we're looking at where to go in those few days. So listeners, if you have any suggestions, we've got to get from Spain to back to Glasgow and we've got a two-day little window of stuff to do but we don't want to spend that day traveling to other places we kind of just want it to be as close as possible you know well i mean menorca looks beautiful but i don't know how different it is to mallorca so i I don't know Mm. i've never been so if anyone yeah listening knows let holly know in the fb group watch this space but i attended i attended in amongst the nine whiskey distilleries that i visited in the last week Look, they've been great and I can't wait to teach you all about whiskey in an upcoming episode. It's been wonderful. That said, it's been very much for Trenny. Um, those, those listeners who don't really understand why I'm all about the whiskey at the moment, Trent is going to open a distillery. So this is his work. Research. But also his greatest joy and pleasure. That's what he says every time. He's like, research. And then he takes a little sip of his fucking 27th whiskey of that day. Um, it's great research, don't get me wrong. That said... After a couple of days in Edinburgh, I'd noticed that there was an exhibition on at the National Museum called Body Beautiful. Mm. And it's all about celebrating diversity on the catwalk. Ooh. And George, it was brilliant. I was like, Trent, we are going. And we went. It was a small exhibition. It was actually, I was so excited for it to be this big thing, but it was run by, I think, a couple of university students. And it basically explored diversity in beauty through the fashion industry, obviously. 
Now, when I think about diversity in beauty, obviously my, my um, lens of focus is through body image and it's something that I'm totally passionate about and talk about and it's been my personal experience in terms of how I relate to beauty through fashion, um, so body size. But this exhibition looked at everything from able-bodied people uh, to uh, people with maybe a hearing impairment or visual vision impairment to um, there were people, oh, obviously cultural diversity and race to age and having like elder uh, older women represented on the catwalk um, to representing different uh, gender diversity. So it was all diversity, not just the standard that we get presented with body image. And it was really cool to see that there are big brands out there that are slowly but surely making changes in the models that they are booking to represent their clothing. So it was really, really fucking cool. And it made me think differently around beauty as, um, well, beauty as a concept because a few things, it's not just the, it's not just in fashion, right? And yes, that is a huge way that the media presents what is deemed as beautiful to us through fashion, through advertising, through media, through the models that they use. But beauty is so layered and it's so much deeper than that as well. So I just had this whole fucking experience with what is beauty to me and, you know, what has been my experience of beauty growing up? And is it, you know, a bad thing to want to be beautiful? All of this stuff. It was really interesting. Yeah, well, that's a good question, right? Like I, um, I've, uh, look, I've got a lot to say about beauty because I can find beauty in the ugliest of things. <laughs> if you look at that. Time. Yeah. Um, but I think that there's so many different ways to look at what's beautiful. But for me, and I'd love to hear what you think about this, is I always measure beauty less by the aesthetics of it and more in the way that it makes me feel. Like for me, beauty is a feeling. Do you agree? Girl, couldn't agree more with you. Beauty is a feeling. It's yeah. kind of like any everything that we teach, it's, what is the concept that you are seeking and what are the feelings associated with that concept? Because truly we have it in all of us to feel beautiful. And that's, that's what it is. It's to feel beautiful. But what is that for you? And I read a quote in the exhibition, which was about something along the lines of we are all born without any judgment to ourselves or what is beautiful and what isn't. Like it's, mm. it's totally conditioned in us as we grow up and go through life, our experience with this concept, which is really fucking cool because it means that we can recreate it and our brains are malleable. We know that we can rewire them at any, at any time. It's not like you get to a certain age and you can't change the thinking mechanisms up here. So when in the context of beauty, it's okay, what have you been taught your entire life? What do you agree with? What don't you agree with? And what are the feelings that you're seeking and how can you rewire those? That went really deep really quick and I apologize. <laughs> no, I, I don't even think that, that that's super deep. I just think it's, yeah, a different way of framing what you deem to be beautiful. But what you touched on before was this idea of almost like the guilt around wanting to be perceived as beautiful. And I've gone through this real kind of like battle with it where 
in my 20s, you know, I cared a lot more about myself aesthetically. And then I kind of got to a stage where I was, you know, like embrace yourself for who you are. It doesn't matter what you look like. Don't put all this effort into yourself. And then I was like, well, hang on. I like putting effort into myself and I like making myself look beautiful. It makes me feel beautiful when I can look beautiful. And I don't think that makes me superficial to want to appear beautiful to other people and for myself. And Girl, you're frozen. Oh, no, frozen. oh no, I was just like really paused then <laughs> with like <laughs> you're making sure you don't interrupt me. Oh totally. <laughs> no, I, I love that you went there. It is something that I've been grappling with a lot this year. And I've done a lot of work with Zelly, our kinesiologist, on this. Uh, and this idea that especially when you're working in the, in the areas of self-love and personal development and these sorts of um, spaces, of course it is a matter of loving yourself and being happy and accepting of yourself regardless of how you physically appear. Absolutely. That said, should you feel better about yourself wearing make a full face of makeup? or, you know, getting your hair done or buying that beautiful outfit because you feel like a fucking goddess in it, go for it. And I say this all the time, George, there are far worse things in the world than a woman who can look at herself in the mirror and actually like what she sees. And if that means that you are putting more effort into your physical appearance because it makes you feel good, then fucking go for it. We can be so critical, George. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And also I think it just affects the way that you respond throughout the day when you're feeling really good about yourself. Like I know if I walk out of the house Mm. and I look, and let's be honest, like I can put a lot of effort into how I look and still not think I look beautiful on some days. I mean, it's such a, see, even now I'm like, oh, is it so bad to see that you look beautiful? You know, like it's this whole ego thing, right? It's like, is it okay to want to look beautiful? Is it okay to say I am a beautiful person? I don't know. It feels weird. But yeah, like walking out of the house, I can um, try and put effort into what I think is going to make me look beautiful and not really look any different than I did the day before when I thought I looked beautiful and still not find beauty in myself. When there's people in yeah. the world who maybe put no effort into their appearance whatsoever, but simply by the way that they interact with me or the way that they show up in the world or the way that they're passionate about something, you know, whatever it is. And I just find that so attractive. And then when you start yeah. to pick it apart and you're like, well, hang on, I guess aesthetically there's nothing particularly special about that person, but they're so beautiful. It's an experience of their, their energy and their essence and their soul. And, and, I mean, it's a fucking cliche, but it's so true that there's, it's inner beauty, right? It's how you show up in the world, how you, your intention behind the things that you do. Like beauty to me is how somebody makes me feel like being, that they've got a beautiful presence, you know? Mm-hmm. And in that regard, it's totally energetic. It's kindness and humor and you know wit and being a little bit cheeky or whatever and and I guess that's the other thing it's very is it subjective or objective where it's like a personal experience subjective it's subjective right so what's beautiful to you Jord in a person or in an object or in an experience 
is actually likely going to be very similar to me because we're the same person, but it's going to be, <laughs> there's going to be variables. There's going to be, there's going to be differences, you know, and it's, that's the other thing. It's like your personal interpretation of what beauty is and what that means. Why do you think we've got this shame or taboo or stigma around women either owning their beauty, wanting to be seen as beautiful or just saying, yeah, I feel beautiful today or I'm, I am beautiful. What is that? I guess it's maybe it's, it's about being humble and modest and we're told yeah. that if we're neither of those things, then it means that we're egotistical. Maybe, I don't know. Yes. Maybe it's like old school teachings of like to be a lady is to put yourself together but not look like you've put any effort into it. I'm not sure. I think it's, I think it's also like a very Australian tall poppy syndrome thing as well. It's like, well, let's not talk ourselves up and let's not put effort into um, making ourselves look more beautiful than we are when we first roll out of bed or that's too much effort. I mean, I don't, I actually don't know. I don't know. What do you think about those suggestions? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm so glad that you brought tall poppy syndrome up because I'm so passionate about it. I agree. I feel like if you stand out too much or if you own your light in whatever way that is, be it your intellect, be it your wit, be it your physical beauty, be it whatever, then, oh, you're, you know, let's cut that person down. There's a lot of judgment, especially in Australia, around people who shine too brightly, which disclaimer alert, you can't shine too brightly. Like our whole purpose is to be here and shine. But that, that has been my conundrum this year, George, is any time throughout my entire life, like I've never, uh, this is, yeah, it's, oh, oh. so the last, <laughs> I, I'd say for maybe 20, I was like, well, this might come as a surprise to a lot of you. But for maybe like majority of my life, I've not considered myself beautiful. I've, I've, and I've been really averse to if anyone called me beautiful, I'd, I'd get quite defensive and be like, no, 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 I'm smart or no, 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 I'm funny. You know, it's like, no, don't call me, don't call me beautiful. No, no, no. I, I'm more than that. Right. As if like to be beautiful, it's, um, it lacks substance. And so I've been very dismissive of that anytime anyone's given me a compliment that's anything to do with my physical appearance. And that's led to me energetically self-sabotaging my appearance. So showing up not as my most beautiful self to make other people, women or men, like men not look at me and women feel comfortable around me. So, you know, if it's not wearing makeup, even though I've got a fucking breakout that day and I actually would feel better if I put a bit of makeup on, but I don't want to make anyone feel uncomfortable around me. So I better like dim my light in that regard um and that stems back to it's fascinating I, i've done a few sessions with zoe on this now my mum was actually a beauty queen mm. my mum was miss northern beaches and so her experience of beauty uh, through a very different lens has been what i have absorbed and that is a superficial level of beauty but that doesn't mean that has to be my experience so that's what i'm working on rewiring now yeah, it's so interesting, isn't it? It's like this whole, especially in Australia, I know I keep bringing Australia up. I'm sorry for my, our, not mine, they're ours, Holly. We share them, our international we share listeners. Them. <laughs> there was a reference today. I asked a question about my other podcast and someone was like, oh, you know, sometimes when you interview people, it's just really irrelevant to me because I'm not in Australia. And I thought, oh God, that's so interesting. People must hate our recos. Yeah. They're all Australian recos. Anyway, 
some food for thought. Um, In Australia, I was going to say, you know, there's this big thing around natural beauty. And I I don't mean like non-toxic beauty. Mm. I mean, just being your natural self and waking up in the morning and having, you know, effortless hair and like beautiful skin and that's just you and the girl next door. And if you're anything more than that, well, then it's not real beauty, right? Do you feel that here? Totally. Yes. Yes. So I, I see. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I was just going to say, I really, I really notice it in, in, in Byron because, you know, in, in Sydney, you know, it's a, it's a city. And like, I used to work in an office and we'd do our hair, we'd blow dry our hair in the morning and we'd put makeup on. And when I was in magazines, we'd wear heels to work and like nice dresses and like all this thing. Anyway, I mean, that was a very formal life, but in Byron, it's very much about like the more low maintenance and low key you are the more beautiful you are and like to even put on some concealer and mascara is like putting in too much effort and so I went a few weeks around here no mascara no tinted moisturizer letting my hair dry naturally and you know what I didn't feel that great about myself and I thought oh no that's not the kind of beauty that like if I don't feel beautiful I don't radiate beauty so what's the point you know Totally. I totally get it. What, what to you are the feelings of beauty? So when you're wearing your mascara, your concealer, or when you're blow drying your hair, like how do you feel in that moment? What are the feelings you're seeking, Jordan? That's interesting. Okay. Cause I think there's two ways of looking at this. It's like, how do I feel when I'm beautiful and how do I feel when I see beauty? Um, and I think they're different. So I'll start with how I feel when I feel beautiful. When I feel beautiful, <laughs> I don't know how often I feel beautiful, but when I do, I feel, I feel confident. Um, I feel relaxed in myself. Like I feel like I can just relax and be me because the outside's taken care of. Oh, is that terrible? No, it's honest. Oh, okay. Yep. Um, I feel <laughs> like I feel lit, lit up, like elevated in a way when I feel beautiful. Mm. Um, and I also feel like if I feel beautiful and confident within myself, there's almost like this warmth and kindness and generosity that comes through me from that space. And that's quite interesting. I haven't really thought about that before. Mm, something to ponder Mm. when I see beauty in other people it has a very similar feeling but I find it so enticing and so um magnetic and attractive and I just want to know more about that person and there's this kind of like uh fascination or enchantment that happens and the best way I can describe this is um with men that I've dated And, you know, you are very lucky to have a very handsome model-like husband. But um, (laughs) many men (laughs) I've dated, they've all been beautiful men, but very average looking, a lot of them. But as soon as you fall in love with them and as soon as you find out more about them and you start to get to know them better, Mm. they are the most handsome men you have ever met in your life right? And that's like just when you get to know anybody else. I mean, I guess it's different when it's strangers or when it's, you know, whoever, but you can spend five minutes with a stranger. I met this woman at a friend's baby shower a little while ago. And I mean, I think she's so beautiful because I got to know her as a person, but on paper, you know, very girl next door, nothing 
nothing Margot Robbie about her, but her energy <laughs> and her, um, the way she interacted and the time she took to listen to people and the way she sort of touched people gently on the shoulder and her generosity it was so enchanting and so beautiful. And that's what beauty is to me. It's the way it makes me feel, whether it's my beauty or someone else's. How about you? Over to you. Girl. Oh, pass the mic over. Um, <laughs> I have had a similar experience. When I was in Byron recently and I was speaking at an event and one of the speakers came up to me, she's so beautiful, and she came up to me and she was like, Hull, I know you've just got out of a Pashna. Like, we just met. And she's like, here's my room key. Go take a sleep. Miss the next speaker. You need the sleep. You need the rest. And in that moment, I just fell in love and was like, this isn't the woman I fell in love with. (laughs) This is someone else. Um, And I was like... (laughs) We're not even going to go there this episode. Um, And I was just like, you are so beautiful. Thank Mm. you. Like that act in itself was just so beautiful and kind. And I I spoke to Tran about her recently and I was like, she's just so beautiful. And it's got little to do with how she looks physically, right? But when I, like, you know, when when I feel beautiful, whether I've got my hair done, full face and makeup, like it's kind of, it goes either way for me. It can be like when I went to the wedding, I felt really beautiful last week, but also there are days where I wake up and I'm like, yeah, I'm feeling myself today. And it's, it's usually like what you said, George, that confidence. And I feel like confidence is a biggie and maybe something we can talk about in, a, in another episode and dive deeper. It's a confidence in knowing who you are, being unashamed to stand out. I think being seen and standing out is a big part of this conversation mm. rather than like being in the sidelines and hiding. So shining and just being like just just unapologetically yourself, right? That's kind of what beauty feels like for me. But I want to make a point here and say that especially when women jump on the self love train and I know this conversation also lends itself to love but that's a different conversation entirely we'll talk yeah, about yeah, that deeper in another image, episode but this isn't body image yeah this is yeah different chat but when it comes to beauty in the context of self-love a lot of people can kind of get get it twisted and feel like you know the, the aim is for me to wake up every day and feel beautiful and go about my day every single moment of every day feeling beautiful in my skin if that you're setting yourself up for failure like all of us have you know likely as many kind of not so beautiful days as beautiful days and that's just part of the yin and the yang of the human experience. I mean, if you're waking up every day and looking at yourself in the mirror and being like, I am fucking beautiful, I bow down to you. Like, yeah, that too. is the goal, right? <laughs> yeah. But also, it's not, it's not necessarily likely. So when, when George, you were just saying before, um, oh, gosh, I don't know how often I feel beautiful. You're like, is that a bad thing? It's like, no, that's an honest thing. Like that, that is, that is common for a lot of women. It doesn't make you a bad person. You're just, like, that's your experience, right? Yeah. And I think, I think on the reverse side, like it's really okay to wake up and think you look fucking hot today. Yes. And it's okay to want to look hot. (laughs) And that, and that is a feeling because one day you'll look in the mirror and again, I'm not talking about body image, but one day you'll look in the mirror and think. I look beautiful today and the very next day, like nothing much could have happened in 24 hours. You'll be like, what am I? Who am I? What is yeah. it? 
you know? Yeah. So yeah, yeah. it's, it's subjective yeah. and it's got to do with hormones and what you're feeling and what Mercury's doing yeah. and the humidity. Well, really, really external, <laughs> what your parents were like, the humidity, how your hair's looking, what yeah. your parents were like with you growing up, what like, yeah, even the fact that my dad was a musician and surrounded by dancers his entire life. Like, be- like I grew up watching these, like, beautiful specimens, performers, like, constantly. And that the comparison that I had with that, like, it's who you surround yourself with. It's the people that you follow on social media. Like, we've got it coming at all angles, all that's angles. Um, and that's and, a really good Yeah, point. it's just about us being... Oh, sorry. <laughs> This Zoom's a bit funny. You guys are so sick of me talking the technical aspects of it. But because Holly's on <laughs> island, where she's seated is like the only like 30 centimetres of the space she's in that has Wi-Fi. That's why the connection's a little bit it's funny. Fun. But anyway, it's fine. Really? Um, no, I was just saying like social media, like it's so interesting, isn't it? Because I've had to really unfollow people that make me feel less beautiful. And, and that's not them being more aesthetically beautiful than me, but it's them addressing the importance of or like being inauthentic in their own beauty or if I don't find their essence beautiful. Like this, because this is the other thing, right? Like there's so many people who are physically, aesthetically beautiful, but are the ugliest people in the world. And I will see mm-hmm. that the minute I see that ugliness within them, I can't see them as un- anything other than gross <laughs> or, you know, like horrid, horrid yeah. people. Horrible. Horrid, horrid. Horrid. <laughs> horrid. Um, <laughs> I want to touch on what you said just then about like authentically beautiful. And I think that's another key to beauty. It's being authentically you right? Showing up as your authentic self. However that looks, if that's piercings, if that's tattoos, if that's like, however you choose to express beauty on your physical or within, and it's authentically you, then that is fucking, that's goals, right? That it's whatever your expression of beauty is. Mm. I love tattoos and piercings. Can I just say, I think they're fucking hot. (laughs) Um, yeah, I, I do. I like them too on other people. I'm trying to get my <laughs> tattoo removed right now. Yeah, I can show it to you if you want. Um, Holly, I think you are so beautiful. I tell you that all the time, but I do. Oh, I mean, you got such a beautiful heart, you. but you're also beautiful to look at. So oh. I get to look at you <laughs> while I'm doing these. <laughs> recording i feel the same about you you're just always so well put together and and (laughs) you know that's not true (laughs) (laughs) you see me wake up before oh guys we'd love to continue this conversation in the facey group um what is beauty to you when do you feel most beautiful actually there's a question for you george to end the conversation on when do you feel most beautiful um i don't know (laughs) shit sorry that was an anticlimax um I feel most beautiful <laughs> and <laughs> uh, I don't know, actually. Wait, what about you? Can I answer for you? Because I yeah. feel like my answer is going to be similar to you. 
Okay, sure. There's a few things that I've noticed. While I've been traveling, my skin hasn't been its best. Mm. And I've noticed that I feel beautiful when I have really beautiful skin. Like mm. when my skin is glowing and it feels healthy. Like that, that's one of the key things for me when I feel my most physically beautiful. It's to do with like the glow. But the glow comes from you, how you take care of your skin and taking your makeup off before bed. Yes, I know. <laughs> and also the glow from within right so it's it's both of that the beauty when I feel beautiful it's about that glow it's yeah and I feel very on purpose and very fucking just I'm doing a hand signal if you're watching the yeah. video that's what <laughs> that's what I feel beautiful. aligned aligned I um as you were saying all of that sorry I it didn't come to me before but on it like to be honest with you there's two situations where I feel the most beautiful one is when I'm right in the thick of um, holding space and presenting some sort of teaching. So when I'm like doing lunar nights and I'm feeling the energy channeled into me and I'm giving it out to other people and I can see the way that they're receiving it, that for me, I just mm. feel so glowy and like, and it is, it's that alignment feeling. Mm. And also like I feel really beautiful when I'm, and it's not because of the other person, but when I'm in really intimate moments with a partner, like, and they're seeing me, you know, and I feel seen by them, I feel really yes. beautiful then as well. Yes. And it's not because I need them to oh, see that's me, a really good one. but it's just feeling seen and being seen and not from a place of external validation, but from someone seeing you for who you are, that's when I feel most beautiful. Yeah. When someone can receive oh, my authenticity. Girl. I th we're ending on that note because that was beautiful. Oh, my God, thank you. And also when I get my hair done. <laughs> okay. okay, that is self-care, can I just say. Fucking everyone go book a blow dry right now. No, ex no reason to other than it makes you feel good, right? We've got to do more of the things that make us feel good. And if that's in our physical, so be it. Actually, on that, our recos are all themed around beauty today yeah. for this episode which is fun and and actually your your teach something new is also themed around beauty this is such, such a fucking fun episode. A episode so Joe, mm. what have you got for us today well i've got some interesting ones the first one everyone's going to be like uh i don't know if that's about beauty okay so it's a thing called a shakti mat what the fuck okay mm. so it's called a shakti mat also called a bed of nails but this is what it looks Shut the like. Fuck up. Basically, so if you're listening on the podcast, I suggest you go to the YouTube. It's basically a mat like this. And these, I'm going to bring it really yeah. close to the camera. These are like little spikes, mm. see? And they're very, very, very sharp. And you lie on it. Like you take your clothes off and you put your bare skin on it and you lie down. And it's like lying on a bed of nails. But what it does is it accesses all the acupressure points in your back um, and it's based on the whole, the whole idea of the Indian bed of nails was to hit those acupressure points. So there's thousands of spikes right. on the mat and it applies pressure to the skin and muscles and what that does is all the blood starts to rush to those acupressure points and it supports circulation, relaxation, mental clarity and overall well-being. So the reason I bring it up in the beauty episode is I lie on my Shakti mat. I try and do 30 minutes before I go to sleep. So I'll hop into bed 
lie on it and read my book. So I have to hold my book up here um, and get about 30 wow. minutes of um, relaxation on it. And I fall into the deepest sleep after it. It's also really, really good if you get tight shoulders, which I do, um, and you get pains in your back. If you've got chronic back pain, this is amazing. But honestly, for sleep, I think it's one of the best investments I made. It's a New Zealand company, um, but they have an Australian website, so they send them to Australia. I think it's like $69 for a mat. Um, they come in different mm -hmm. colours. They're made in India. Um, They've got like these, I don't have one, but they've got like these neck pillows. So like it's foam that's rounded and the needles go across like that. So you can like have one for your neck. Um, but I also sometimes roll this mat up into, wow. you know, like a roll and put that under my neck yeah. and it releases all the tension in my neck. It's honestly one of the best investments I've made. The first time you use it, you're like, how could I lie on this for more than two minutes? Um, so I always yeah. suggest when you first get it, wearing a really thin T-shirt just till you get used to the spikes. But after a while, I mean, I, I've fallen yeah. asleep on it before. So that's, I could just lie on it. What? Yeah, yeah. It's really amazing. I highly recommend them. But go to the website. The website is shaktimats.com.au and it tells you all of the benefits on there. There's heaps of benefits. Um, it tells you how they're made, where they're made, and um, there's a few different colours. I've got the green one, but they come in black and red and orange and purple. Yeah, they're really cool. So that is my first reco. I love that one, George, because I've always seen them before but never really understood what they are and what they do. And I was like, oh, it must be just some gimmick yogi thing. But now you've sold oh. me. I'm like, get me a Shakti mat. <laughs> it's not a yogi thing at all. When I used to, back in the day... When I used to do soft sand running um, down in Bondi, my calf muscles would get so sore after a soft sand run. So I'd come home and uh, rest my calves on it and it would loosen all the muscles after my run. Yeah, they're, they're really... i got to get one for Trenny. He's always so tight in his back and his hamstrings. Yeah, and especially with things like F45, like, you know, when you're like... Uh, God, it's been so long since I've done weights. I don't even remember what that's Doing called. these ones. Yeah, and then like, yeah. like this. Yeah, yes. so it's all, it can just like unlock all that tension in the shoulders and the back. They're so good. And they're really good presents. Like, um, I was going to say, I've bought one for no one. I've yeah. never bought one for anyone, but it is a good present. <laughs> Men in your life, but also women love them too. I love that. Great record, George. What's your next one? My next record is actually um, a nail polish. And I love having my Ooh. nails done. Like, it makes me feel so special. Unfortunately, today, I don't have them done. I'm getting them done in the morning. Um, but, you know, I'm also a big non-toxic gal. And so for a really long, I never did shellac ever because it's so gross. But there was a gel polish called... It's, um, yeah, it's not good. No, there was a gel polish called BioSculpt, which I think mm. is like free of five of the seven toxins that are found in nail products. So as far mm. as gels went, it was like the best. But gel really damages your nail. It makes it really brittle. Yeah. Um, and then when I was up here in Byron, there's a nail salon that has this new product. It's an American product that's just come out in Australia. It's called Dazzle Dry. Now, it's like a gel, but it doesn't go under the light. 
but it dries within five minutes. It's free of all chemicals. It's vegan. There's no cruelty involved in it. And it doesn't, not only does it not damage your nail, but it actually strengthens your nail. My nails are so strong. And the other great thing about it is that it doesn't color your nails. So you know how nail polish can like make your nails yellow? It doesn't. So it lasts for about two weeks and it's a process. So it's like a base coat, the color, and then a top coat. And that's what makes it all work together. Um, But you can actually buy, like if you're good at doing your own nails, you can actually buy the products off the website and do it at home because you don't need a light to set it. You can take it off with nail polish. Like that's the thing about gels as well. You can't take it off yourself. You have to go back to the salon and take it off for you. Totally. But I think um, more, well, I know they have it up here, but I'd say more and more salons around Australia will be getting it in. And if they don't, tell your local beauty salon about it and get them to get it in. Because like I said, it's free of chemicals, it's vegan, it stays on really well. The colour selection is amazing. And not only does it not damage your nail, but it actually strengthens your nail. Fucking brilliant. And do you know what I also want to add to that in terms of removing nail polish? The natural way to do it is lemongrass essential oil. Pure lemongrass essential oil is a nail polish remover. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You've but got to use a like fair bit of it, scrubbing? but it gets everything off. Really? You're kind of scrubbing. You are kind of scrubbing, but it's not that it's not fucking acetone, which is great. So I'm happy to do a bit of a scrub. I mean, this is why I never have my nails done because it's so hard to find something that's natural and and you know isn't fucking chemicals or people making my cuticles bleed. So this is an exciting record for me too, George. Mm. It's really good. <laughs> and if Dazzle Dry wants to send me some money for... <laughs> no, I'm joking. But that was yeah. a good plug for them. Dazzle Dry? That was a great um, plug for them. Dazzle yeah. Dry. Dazzle <laughs> Dry. Dazzle Dry. Be dazzled by Dazzle Dry. Um, Holly, <laughs> what are your beauty recos? Well, first one of the first cup of the rank, I thought I'd share with you all some of my favorite natural makeup brands because natural skincare is one thing, and natural skincare we can talk about forever. There are so many amazing brands doing amazing work in the world. But what I thought I'd share with you guys are some of my natural makeup staples, brands that I love using and the products that I love using from their ranges. So the first brand that I'm going to talk about, I'm sure many of you are familiar with is Inica and Inica Organics. And they do an entire range of makeup, but the main products that I use from Inica are their foundation. So if you're looking for this is where I'm like fucking not the best brand ambassador, if that's what we want to call ourselves here, beauty bloggers. Um, (laughs) If you're looking for a really light and dewy foundation, one of their foundations is really great, but I forget what it's called. Um, So, and I had a look at my bottle this morning and I've used it so much that everything's gone from like the fucking label's gone. So I can't even tell you what it is. Holly, have you heard of this thing called Google? Yeah, I have. Look it so up. Hang I on. Look it as well. No, no, I'll look it up. Okay, so you look up. Okay, so the Inica Organic Foundation is the one that I use every single day. I use the lighter, um, I have a light colour, the cream, and I have the darker colour, the honey. I use honey on my face for colour and I use cream under my eyes um, for bags under my eyes and as a concealer because, fun fact, friends, 
Concealer and foundation are the same product. Concealer is just a bit thicker. So you can actually just layer your foundation as concealer. That is a life hack. Okay, it's yeah, just sure. called organic liquid foundation. That's the one. So great. I also use any of the eyeshadow palettes. They've got really nice palettes that are um, gold, shimmery and brown colours, which are, you know, that natural Byron Bay glow that we're all seeking. Not. I rarely wear eyeshadow. I only wear eyeshadow on special occasions just because I can't be fucking bothered to do my makeup. But they do great palettes. And also their vegan long lash mascara, which I'm showing right now. Now, this one, I'm actually going to do a live beauty blog beauty tutorial. This is a new... I know, right? Look at me go. Except my face is really small in this, so let's hope I get my eyes. This is a new formulation of theirs. It's just come out, I think it was end of last year. I don't know if you can see the difference there. Oh, my God, you but can. Holly. Can you? You've got a new yeah. Tattoo. Yeah, that looks amazing. Oh. <laughs> it's like a former life thing. Um, so their vegan long lash mascara is really great, just for everyday wear. Then when it comes to blush and highlighter, I highly recommend Ere Perez. So E-R-E and then space P-E-R-E-Z. Um, and they do a beautiful vanilla cream highlighter. So you apply that on your cheekbones, the tip of your nose and under your eyebrows for that dewy everyday glow. <laughs> and their bronzer is really great as well. Oh, uh, yeah. Then, Can I ask you a yeah. question about their bronzer? Because you recommended totally. it to me and then I went into the store to try it. It's so dark, Holly. Even the light one is dark. How do you use it? Oh, so I use it really, really lightly. I, the brush that I use, because always use brushes as well, and this I know that's really hard to believe that I'm like a full-on makeup girl when I'm so low maintenance, but just these simple tips can make such a difference. So the makeup brushes that I use are from EcoTools. They're all yeah. vegan and natural and cruelty-free. And so the EcoTools has a bronzer brush, and I will lightly, I will lightly like get, I should have it here, I'll lightly get a little bit of bronzer, and then I actually like, tone it down on the side of my hand. If you guys are listening to this, you can see the actions that I'm doing on the YouTube. And then that's when I will like slowly just, so the key with bronzer is you just do a three on the side of either of your yeah. faces. So three. Okay, but you've really got to take it off. Because you've got to take it off. It's so, I, I tried a bit in store and she was like, whoa, the lady in the store. She's like, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> no, if you do a dip and slap, that is not okay. We need to just, minimize the bronzer on the hand first yeah and the piece de resistance guys is and i showed you this when i was staying with her once it's, it's so 100 pure and it is there that's the brand name guys that that's the brand name. 100 pure is the brand name yeah and it's their fruit pigmented lip butter however i'm going to show you guys again you can use it as a cheek tint as well so i've got nothing in right now my lips or watch this so it's like a really beautiful color just for every day see that but then watch this I'm just gonna apply a little bit to my cheeks here let that blend see how I've got color in my cheeks as well yeah so it's a two-in-one you are right. such a good beauty blogger I can't believe it <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I used to enjoy doing all of this stuff when I was younger. So full face for in just a couple of products and they're all natural and they're all very reasonably priced and they all make me feel real beautiful. So really enjoy lovely. your beauty shopping, guys. 
Um, I'm going to go Thanks. really rogue here, and I know I've already given my recos, but I'm just going to, while we're on the topic, I just want to share the yeah. brands that I'm using to match the ones that you're using, okay? So um, Please. I yes. spoke about the foundation I used in a few episodes ago, which was Ellie Fars, um, but I have also yeah. used the Nickel one, and I, I'm with you, Hol. It's really good. I found it a little bit like... Um, Sometimes it made my skin feel quite dry if I didn't really yes. oil and moisturize after it. So sometimes I'd mix a little bit of oil with the Inica foundation when I was putting oh, it on. Great idea. Yeah. Um, something I love, and actually I love all of their products, is the RMS range, and you get it from Mecca. RMS is great. And they mm. come in little pots. And I use the um, Uncover Up, which is a concealer, but you can use it as a foundation. But what I tend to do with it is I use um, Zincredible, the tinted moisturizer UV protection that I mentioned a few eps ago. And then I just use like the RMS concealer, like just near my nose where it gets a little bit red and a little bit on my chin and a little bit under my mm. eyes and wherever there's bits of redness. But so I don't have to cake my whole face in it. And love then the other thing I love from their range is that they've got this lip to cheek range, which is like you're a hundred percent. And the color I use, you can't really see it at the moment, but it's called Demure and it's like this really beautiful pink. And so I just put a little bit on my cheeks and use a um, sponge to like blend it mm. in. And sometimes I put a little bit on my lips as well. And it just gives you this like uh bitten kind of look on your lips yes yes um, i love that yeah and they're really beautiful they've got lots of different colors and um i think the pots maybe it's like 50 dollars a pot which sounds super expensive but they last forever like uh, maybe i buy like it twice a year maybe so maybe like six months i've had this for like four years it's probably past its use by date i've, I've had it that long that yeah. i'm showing the 100 percent pure pot guys like it because you're only using a little bit and like a little bit goes a really long way. A really long way. And then the last thing I wanted to mention, because I've really struggled with mascaras, I've got very long lashes quite naturally. So I like to use mascara for a bit of a curl and colour because mm. my lashes are very light because mm. I'm quite a fair, fair gal. Um, and the latest one I'm obsessed with, it's actually a Byron Bay company. It's called Eye of Horace. And their entire yes. range of eye stuff is phenomenal i bought the other day and this is i'm not very adventurous when it comes to makeup at all but i bought um an emerald green eyeliner and it is that's right how did it go so good i tried to take a photo but it was already dark and the lights in the house were weird but i was guys i was wearing an emerald green dress and i had emerald green oh, eyeliner on my beautiful. top top lids and a little bit sort of on the waterline and really smudged it in and it made my brown eyes pop and I had the eye of Horus. I think it's the goddess mascara it's so beautiful and I think it's got more to do with the brush than the actual mascara yes. the brush is brilliant yes. it's all about the brush I reckon I it's so about the brush. I actually am in the market this one's almost out so I think I might give eye of Horus a go thank you for that Reco, really <laughs> well, sorry, I just threw some. <laughs> <at you. laughs> no, I love that bonus reco. Yeah, best. So my second reco is a practice that I—it's relatively new for me, and it's 
something that I've heard about for years and years and years. And I only gave it a nudge recently because I was gifted one of these products that I'm about to recommend. I know you're all on the edge of your seat. I'll just fucking come out and say it. So I'm talking about dry body brushing. Now, the dry body brush I use is from a brand Eco Coco, E-C-O-C-O-C-O. And you can get them from the body shop or health food stores. And they're literally what they sound like. They are a brush that you use on your body. Now, there are a number of reasons that people use dry body brushing. Apparently, it's great for something known as lymphatic drainage, which I'm not an expert on, so I'm not even going to comment on. The reason that I use it is it's a way for me to get in touch with my physical, literally in physical touch. And that's really important, especially as women, when we're so disconnected from our bodies, to be able to stand naked because yes you would dry body brush before you get in the shower mm. um, it's a really beautiful practice in that way because you're connecting with yourself physically but the brush itself also it acts as a smoother that is the technical word for your skin <laughs> and when i started to use my dry body brush i cannot tell you jord how many people to this day, comment on how smooth my skin is. Like if they touch my arm or whatever it is, they're like, oh, or like even when my legs are out, they're like, God, your, your legs are so smooth. It's the dry body brushing. It's amazing for the physical benefits, but the reason that I do it is it is a self-care practice and a body love practice for me. So I make it like a ritual before I jump in the shower, I'll put on my Femme Feels playlist um, <laughs> and I'm actually in the process of creating a body love one. Yeah, stand by. Um, but then I also pick an essential oil that I'm feeling called to. I'm not going to talk about favorite oil brands because that can be another chat, but I'll just pick an oil that I intuitively feel called to. I'll pop it a couple of drops on the brush and that will last probably a week to be honest. And then you work in small circular movements, which I'm showing on the video now, up and always in the direction of your heart, right? So you're always going up toward the heart. It's always in an upward motion. Ooh, oh, oh make it there, <laughs> guys. Um, and as I said, you'll be using this brush when you are nude before you jump in the shower. And it can hurt, right? Because you're brushing your skin. It's not meant to be this like beautiful, like sensitive, tickly feel. It's like, you know, you're fucking giving it a bit of a brush but you become more sensitive in your skin. And what I do is I also use it as a time to repeat affirmations. So um, I like a beautiful, easy one is I love you. I love you. I love you. Every time like you're brushing, just like giving your body literal love, but it can be anything like your gratitudes, whatever it is you feel. So the body brushing as a practice is my second record to make you feel beautiful in your skin and in your physical. Um, and it also makes you smell really good and it makes your skin really soft. So that's my second record. It might be really nice for people if they're going to try body brushing this week to have their affirmation as I am beautiful. Oh, I love that. George. Yes, yes, yes. I am beautiful. Give it <laughs> there a crack, is guys. Um, it can be what were you going to say? I was going to say there is a time delay because <laughs> you respond uh, very much later than when you should. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'll try and talk over you. Like I'll preempt what you're saying and then I'll be like, oh, <laughs> oh technical, technical glitches. Anyway, uh, enough talking by me. So we're not going to have many delays now because it's over to you, Jord. <laughs> what are you teaching us this week? Well, um, 
I'm teaching you all about LED light therapy, which sounds cray cray, but yeah. I've been doing it for the last two weeks and I'm so in awe of not only the aesthetic skin benefits of it, but also there's a lot of like um, mood benefits to it as well. So I'll talk about all of those, but I just want to be really upfront from the beginning and just let you know that the reason I started trying these LED light therapies was because there's a business up in Byron that offered me three complimentary sessions. And that's the reason I went to go and try it. Um, And I fell in love with it and I ended up buying an unlimited monthly pass to do it. Oh my God. Oh, George, so good. So good. So this is my skin if you're looking at it now. Um, and You are skin goals. It's, it's glowing. Honestly, like I'll tell you about the treatment in detail, but basically Please. what happens is, oh, and the, the company that I did it with, um, they're in Byron Bay, but they're also in Melbourne. So if you're in Melbourne, I highly recommend mm-hmm. because their rates are better than anyone I've seen on the internet and I Googled it. Um, they're called Little Company. They've got one in the industrial yeah. estate in Byron. I'm not sure where the one is in Melbourne, but it's really busy, the Melbourne one. Um, but they have these things in there called Lightroom. So they do facials and like mm. all this other beautiful treatment stuff, but they have Lightrooms and it's basically these beautiful like cane beds um, with this LED light machine, which you basically lie back in the bed and you bring the LED um screen I guess it is like super 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 close to your face so it's about Mm. they say to get it as close to your skin as you can without it touching your skin um Mm -hmm. and I'll tell you more about the actual LED in a minute but the experience is you lie there with this light on your face um eyes shut they give you goggles if you want goggles but I actually really like the feeling of it on my eyelids as well you just don't open your eyes and I like being able to see the light through my lids um Mm. and then the the beautiful thing about little company which sets it apart from all of the other led light therapy studios is that they've got um these beautiful big headphones that you put on and they've partnered up with this melbourne um, meditation studio called a space And they actually have guided meditations on an iPod that they leave there. So good. Can listen to while you're lying there with the LED light on. So they're about 20 minute sessions. And basically, I've been going every day, guys. And I just lie there, listen to guided meditations, get amazing skin, and uh, my day is done. So let me tell you a little bit about LED. And I've brought up Little Company's website because I want to get all of this right. But you guys all need to go on the YouTube because George's skin is actually glowing. Like she's not just <laughs> saying it. It's a joke. Like I'm blinded over here. <laughs> <I like it. laughs> um, so LED stands for light emitting diode. And it was actually originally developed by mm. NASA for plant growth experiments Ooh. face, which is crazy. Yeah. Fuck so, off. That's insane. Yeah. So LED therapy um, works Uh, by light, which is absorbed through the layers of skin into the skin cells. This light is then converted into energy, which stimulates the cell to replicate healthy skin cells. So if you have any kind of acne scarring, if you have any kind of pigmentation, if you have any kind of eczema or psoriasis, Holly, 
It's very, very really? healing. Yes, very, very healing to the skin. If you have dry skin, if you have oily skin, it doesn't matter what type of skin you have. What it does is, um, what does it say here? Yeah, it says not only does light therapy oxygenate the skin cells, it also increases blood flow and circulation, which in turn reduces inflammation and the appearance of pores, lines, and wrinkles. So a lot of people get... um, a series of LED light therapy sessions before like big events or like before their wedding. And they say like, if you want to really see good benefits to have two to three sessions a week for like four to six weeks. Now, ordinarily it can be quite expensive. Like I think at the average beauty clinic, you're looking at about 59. I don't know why I'm saying 59. That's such a random number. I must've seen it somewhere, but like 60 bucks a session. (laughs) Um, little company offers their sessions. Oh wait, I should get this right. They offer the sessions. I think it's like $39 a session, or if you go at off peak time. So between 10 AM and 4 PM on weekdays, which is when I go, it's $25 a session or or you can get an unlimited monthly pass for $99. So that's basically the cost of four sessions for a month's worth of sessions. And because I lead a very privileged life, I can go every day. So I've already paid off that $99 and it's only been one week. So it's, it's quite up. I'm going when I come up next. Yeah, absolutely. You should. It's a really good gift to buy people too. So my Melbourne friends and my Byron friends, little companies, absolutely where it's at, but research led in your area. And if you have some skin concerns that you're looking to improve, or if you have a special event coming up or whatever it is, um, I highly recommend it for the benefits to your skin. But guys, there's also other benefits. They say that LED lights, and let me find this. Um, oh, I can't actually find it on the website, but basically they say that um, the, the different light that comes through from the LED is also proven to um, release extra serotonin. So it raises your mood. Yes. It's really good for yes. mood and for relaxation. And for me, because you can lie there with the guided meditations and Hey, if you're not going to little company and you're just going to your average beautician that does it, put your own phone in and your headphones in and listen to it. It's lying down. Yes. It feels like, it feels like lying in the sun, but without any yes. of the um, negative uh, UV rays that you get from the sun. So it's really yes. relaxing. It's really nourishing. Um, and it's, it's beneficial to the skin, but it's also beneficial to your mental health. To your mood. I love it so much, Jordan. Mm. I, I've experienced LED um, treatments maybe three years ago. I was getting them at Face Plus Medispa. Oh, which yeah. Is in Bondi. So for our Sydney friends, they definitely do LED treatments there. And I remember learning about the mood part of things as well. And, and there are people who go to have LED treatments specifically for mood, and the skin is just a, a, like a benefit, like it's just a bonus. So it's just as, as beneficial to mood as skin. It's not like one or the other. You've got fucking both. It's great. Yeah. It's so, it's, I, I cannot recommend it enough. I, and honestly, like, 
I know Holly's being very kind to me saying that you can see how I'm glowing through the zoom screen, but honestly, people have asked me why my skin is looking so good at the moment. And it's the only thing I can put it down to. So it works. This is so good. Do you know what this trip I said to Trent last week, we were talking about what's going to change when we get home and what are we excited about? And one of the first things I said was, I'm going to take proper care of my skin because mm. it makes me feel good when my skin is good. So thank you, George. This is going to, this is top of my list. I'm going to get back under them lights. Also, mm. I think it's so important too, because you hear about all these different treatments and I'm not a big treatment person. Like I'll have a massage and I'll go and have a facial maybe like once or twice a year. But when you're going to invest money into mm. something, you want to know that it works. And I mean, look, I, yeah. I have pretty good skin to start with. So we weren't starting with like a terrible canvas. But in saying mm. that, I did have quite a bit of um, pimple scarring on my chin because if I do get a pimple, I like to pick that baby, I do. And it scars. And um, they've almost gone. And like I said, it's only been two weeks. So... I really, yeah. oh, and then the other great thing about it is it enables. I've scarred all up my face because I've been picking. Yeah. It enables the products to absorb better. Mm. Yeah, because it's really working on those pores and those wrinkles and those lines. So, yeah, go and get it done, guys. Go get it done. Get your skin done, friends. Get it done. <laughs> <laughs> It's been a pleasure talking to you, Holly. <laughs> <laughs> it's been so great talking, talking to you too, Jods. Next time we'll be in your ear holes, I'll be in Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.